Well, let's return to that ongoing controversy over executive redundancy and exit pay at RTE. Why did some senior executives get paid to leave, but others didn't? And if statutory redundancy pay is two weeks pay per year of service, capped at €600 per week, how did some people end up getting 200 grand or even 450,000? We're joined by Anne O'Connell, a solicitor who specialises in employment law and who lectures at the Law Society in Dublin. Anne O'Connell, you're very welcome. Thanks for joining us on Morning Ireland. Would you maybe answer that last question? Why v- such vast amounts of money over and above the statutory requirements were paid to certain people? Uh, good morning. Um, yes, well... What's interesting is that the, there's been no breakdown in relation to any of the figures that have been published. And, and this can be, you know, because it sounds better if they just publish the overall figure. Um, but often what that figure will include is pay, contractual payments, such as payment in lieu of part or all of the notice period, payment in lieu of annual leave. It could include a bonus. It could also include um, payment in lieu of um, employer's pension contribution, and then the other element will be what's what's referred to as an ex gratia payment. So it's payment for consideration to sign a severance agreement that they won't take a case against RTE. Mm-hmm. So none of that, none of that detail has been made public. Now, c- could RTE put that information in the public domain without breaking the law? Um, in my view, no. Uh, it wouldn't. It wouldn't. Um, uh, do that if there was an agreement there's usually a confidentiality clause in the agreement and once that confidentiality is there it's usually set out for both parties and therefore it would be breaking the agreement mm-hmm. so not so much um, a statutory law but it's the contract that agreement that is signed by both parties so uh, that, that would be a breach now a court can order uh, the confidentiality but you know, they have to have a reason to do that. And um, and I haven't seen that ever done before. But are confidentiality agreements standard in all um, such situations or just where there is an issue where mediation is involved? No, it's actually usually in all, um, in all termination agreements. Um, but it is sacrosanct in relation to mediation because you want... A mediation is a voluntary process, so you want both parties to be confident that what is discussed in the mediation is completely confidential. And then whatever is in that agreement may have come out in a mediated agreement. There can be more detail than in an ordinary severance agreement uh, due to what was discussed at the mediation. So you want to make sure that a mediation um, is something that both parties will be confident to enter into in the future. Mm. So it is very important to mediation. So for people at that level, that senior executive level, getting one or two years salary to leave an organisation, is that a normal expectations that executives should have? Well, well, first, in relation to reference to one or two years salary, if you're referring to it's it's not normal to get two years, uh, you've got to just look at what you're referring to. If you're referring to two years, if you're talking about the ex gratia element uh, only, it, that's not normal. That's because that's the highest that if you went to the Workplace Relations Commission that that individual could receive. And it's very hard for an individual to receive that award 
because without getting too technical, uh, where the case, the case would be taken under the unfair dismissal acts usually. And in the, in that case, a employee has an obligation um, by the time the hearing comes up that they can, they have to prove that they have uh, done all their best to find an alternative employment uh, to reduce that loss. So the award is based on financial loss. So it's very hard in this day and age for employees to be able to go and prove that they, they do their best to find a job and that they, uh, you know, and they haven't. And also, it usually is at the date of the hearing, you know, that they'd have to nearly have complete loss and then show that they'll, that whatever way their reputation has been impacted, that they will get a job in the future because the hearing will usually will usually come up within one year of the case being issued. So Kevin Backhurst on Drive Time yesterday said that Mr Coveney's exit package was far less than what it might have been if he had pursued a case at the Workplace Relations Commission. I'm paraphrasing there. But is that generally correct? Well, in that case, again, I mean, you'd have to think, well, how much of that package, that the figure that's alleged to have been paid, how much of that is actually the ex gratia payment, like the additional amount on top of this contractual entitlement? And if that is, if that is a, a year, or if that is, if that is less than a year, then it, yeah, it could it could be true. But also, they need to think, well, how easy would it be for him to find an alternative employment? And um, and also then you've got to on top of that you've got to think well what about RTE's legal costs and time uh, put into the WRC mm-hmm. hearing and an additional point in that is which I'm surprised didn't make is that while they might be greatly criticised for making a payment what what they would have been criticised surely if RTE just unfairly dismissed him and made him take a case knowing that it was an unfair dismissal case because that would be public hearing. Just a final so they would be criticised for that too, you know. <clears throat> a final question to you. What else could RTE do without breaking the law to put more information into the public domain? Well, what they could do um, is they could possibly look at the total figure without breaking anything down. If they needed to get more transparency, they could either refer to the total figure that they've paid over and above the employee's contractual entitlements. Um, or they could even refer to the uh, that additional amount ex gratia that they paid in consideration for the agreement. They could say, well, we have like an overall average as to how much um, months of their that person's salary that they have paid so that then it could be more clear rather than spurting out figures as to relation to compared to what the award could have been in the WRC, you know, how much they gave in respect of that, which is much, which is a much better figure to consider in relation to um, whether or not that was a, that was a good commercial uh, agreement to okay. give in the circumstances. Thank you very much indeed, Solicitor, who specialises in employment law, Anne O'Connell.